Welcome back to the For the Ladies podcast. Before we get into our interview with Rachel Dixon, I have a few housekeeping items. Our intro to golf clinics begin this weekend um, in D.C. and Baltimore. I'd love to see you at an upcoming clinic, and I'm so excited to meet some of you already. And we're also hosting a little get-together at Five Iron Golf in New York City on May 9th. That event will not be a clinic. It'll just be a fun get-together, a celebration of golf, and it's for ladies and gentlemen. So uh, I would love to see you at an event. You can find all of them at fortheladies.net. So for today's Ladies of Golf feature, we welcomed Rachel Dixon, who is an Austin-based artist. I found Rachel while scrolling Instagram and instantly gravitated toward her modern pieces. She recently began experimenting with creating golf-centric art, and her work is truly unique for the sport. It is so beautiful and colorful, and I love it. Um, So we talked about her journey to becoming an artist, playing golf, and so much more. She is such a sweet soul, and I hope you enjoy this conversation. I love just like perusing Instagram and seeing people who, you know, are into the sport because I think they probably have a cool story to tell. Yeah, no, I know. I'm super new to golf. So it was really cool to come across a completely like female driven segment of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely is out there. Um, and it's fun for me to like kind of find more and more of it. Uh, I've been like pleasantly surprised by how many female groups there are out there um i think it's really cool and if i can like introduce more women to those groups so that they can find one in like their local community then that's great i love that and you started for the ladies yes right okay yes so i started it in march of 2019 um just because i wanted to like make a clinic and teach some people how to play. And then it kind of exploded from there. Um, But yeah, it's been a blast. Super cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll just get into it. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So we start every episode with a quick nine. They're just quick, easy questions. Um, What is your favorite social media channel? Instagram. What was the last podcast you listened to? Oh, uh, my favorite murder. Nice. I love crime, crime podcasts. Um, the last book you read. Oh, what did I just finish? Um, Strangers on a Train. Yep. Last show you binge watched. I've been randomly binge watching House. Oh, going back. Yeah. Yeah, Going back, yeah. Um, A song that you recently added to a playlist. You can look at your phone. (laughs) Okay, yeah, I I don't know what. um, Oh, I do know. I recently got into Taylor Swift because I love Bonnie Bear. Yeah. Their their Evermore song. Yeah, that was it. It's a pretty one. Yeah. I'm yes or no to dogs on the golf course. Yes. Would you rather play nine or go to the driving range? If you had to compare yourself to an artist of a previous era, who would it be? George O'Keefe, I think. Nice. I know that one. (laughs) Okay. I studied her a lot in school. Not not quite my style, but yeah, I, I do adore her stuff. 
Nice. And what is your favorite course um, to play in Austin? Lions. It's just a smile for me. Nice. Um, So I saw that you used to work in the sports industry. Yes, I did. That's amazing. What type of role did you work in? So I worked for a startup. I was one of the first six people at this, um, it was an athletic gear company. And um, so my role changed as the company grew. And I started off um, working in mainly sales, but I was developing the central U.S. region and also out on the West Coast. Um, And as my role kind of grew and I hired people to work underneath me, I started working with the athletes that we were bringing on board um, to, to endorse us and for us to sponsor them. And so it was just kind of a dream job because I ran track in college and oh. had like known athletes and I, I had previously had worked for track bicycles. And so like the athletes that I knew from that channel, I got to like bring a lot of them on board with my new company and traveling all over and meeting professional athletes and yes. getting them to try out our gear. Uh, it was, it was like truly a dream job, dream job for that part of my life. Yeah, that's amazing. How cool. Yeah. And like being in a startup atmosphere, I'm sure it was really exciting. Yeah. And and yeah, it was really, really great. Oh, so you ran track. Did you um, compete in any other sports growing up? Um, I was a gymnast for 10 years, mm-hmm. ended up running track in high school and college. And then after college, I still competed in running events and triathlons and was pretty competitive you heard me say um you had started talking about the other sports that you did you said you mentioned that you were a gymnast for like 10 years and then that's where it stopped (laughs) oh yeah um and then ran track in high school and college and then I um competed after college in like running and triathlons and then I kind of stopped being super competitive when I had kids but I'm I've been looking for a sport that's, that wasn't so hard on my body to compete yeah. in again. And I've been really enjoying golf. So, yeah. That's amazing. Were you always interested in art as a child as well? Yes, super. Okay. I've always been interested in art. I studied art in high school and in college. Um, but yeah. in college, it was like one of those, I basically minored in fine art. Um, okay. I, I just didn't ever think that I would make a living off of being an artist. It just, you know, you hear so much of being a starving artist. Yeah. And so, yeah. But hey, so you're doing it. Yeah, now, now I'm doing it. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, so I would love to talk about how you transitioned from working in the sports industry to in your role now, in your career now. Um, I did read that there were like moments and events that led you down this path. Um, do you mind sharing those and how you got to this point in which you're now an artist? No, not at all. Um, definitely big, big parts of my life that really changed my path. Um, when I was working in the sports industry, this was in 2014. Um, and I had, uh, yeah, I can't know this, but my, my brother passed away. Um, and this was like November, 2014, and it was this huge life shock and came out of the blue. Um, and after that, I was dating my, who would then become my husband, uh, 
And I was lucky enough that I was able to stop working for a while, really focus on myself. Um, I took a role in a company that's much different. I was just basically working at that point to keep myself busy. And 11 months after my brother passed away though, my, who's then my boyfriend, he had a kid with another woman and I was basically Harrison. That's the name of our son. And I was basically Harrison's stepmom, like a stepmom role. Mm-hmm. Um, but 11 months after my brother died, his mother passed away in a really tragic boating accident. And so overnight I became Harrison's only mother figure and that it just th- threw me through a loop, through every, his, him through a loop, everyone through a loop. Um, but honestly, I can't imagine my life without being Harrison's mom. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was kind of what led me to pursue a different career. So after we, after that, shortly after that, we got married and had another kid and so with two kids, mm. I didn't work for a while, but knew I didn't want to just stay at home, but yeah. couldn't imagine getting the only work experience I had was in the athletic industry. So I was working for Trek after college and then also working for the startup, working with athletes. But for each of those jobs, I was traveling so much that it wasn't something I wanted to do. I didn't want to be away from the kids. Yeah. Um, and so starting to think about what other skills I had and when I <clears throat> really wanted to do and I've always wanted to do art and I've always been I've always done art in a way of a friend will have someone have a birthday and they ask me to do a piece for them and it's been one-off stuff like that or I'll gift my mom or my aunt a piece of art for Christmas yeah and I had never expanded on that and shared my art with like more than just my inner circle of people but after a lot of like coaxing from friends and family and thinking like, okay, if I could do this, this would be my dream, absolute dream. I started to share on Instagram. That's why I love Instagram so much. I started just like this Rachel Dixon art, my Instagram account. And I started just posting like, hey, I'm painting and I'm doing these pieces. And uh, really shortly after I started that account, I had interest from a little boutique in Austin that had just opened up and they asked if I would bring my artwork in and hang it for oh. a show. And then from that show, I had uh, these two girls that own a gallery here ask if I could join their galleries from the artists. And it really just snowballed into, I went from thinking like, oh, I'm just going to do these like little pieces of art and see what happens to six months later was at like real gallery shows with my artwork. And that's fantastic. Super lucky. And so, yeah, so a lot of it had to do with the stuff that happened in my life. If those things wouldn't have happened, I don't know where I would be. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of tragedy. And it's also been a lot, a lot of my artwork, my art, not my golf art, but a lot of the art that I do beside that really revolves around like grief and empathy. And, um, you know, I have been through it all and I've raised a child that has gone through his own grief journey. And so I have a lot of experience and like these feelings and rather than have affected my life in a negative way, I'd like to think like there wasn't like a purpose to what had happened, but it did create room for me to grow as a person in this way that I don't know that I would have. 
Um, and so I've been like enjoyed sharing that through my work and connecting with other people that have lost loved ones through my work. And I feel really lucky to have that. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Um, do you find that Austin is a art driven community? Definitely. And it's, it's getting even more so it's, Austin's wow. growing like crazy. Um, and I think that the city does a good job of really making art a part of the culture here. Um, for example, like a year ago, I was invited by the city of Austin to do a piece of art on the east side as more of like a mural type thing. And it was part yeah. of like this big program for the city where 10 artists got to do pieces that are laid out for the east side. And you can, it's like a walking tour that you can do anytime. Um, and so that's one of the things they've done. They do art murals on billboards and they do, you know, so I, I do think Austin is getting there to be, it's getting to be one of the more art centric cities. That's so cool. I, yeah. I knew like about food and just like cool atmosphere, yeah. but I didn't know that art had such an influence. So that's pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, Austin is like one of the number one cities in the U S for graffiti art. So we have a graffiti park that's being built right now. We've already, we've had this graffiti wall at the castle here. Um, so super cool opportunities for graffiti artists. That's so cool. I think um, putting something like so personal into the world can be challenging for some, like uh, writing an article or a poem or a song or yeah. doing photography how do you get past that or do you even ever feel self-conscious about it oh I'm terrified all the time <laughs> and especially with like the pressure of social media which I love yeah I'm so grateful for the platforms but the way that Instagram works with its algorithms if you don't stay on it all of a sudden you kind of drop off the face of the earth and then you post something and no one sees it and then no one likes it and then you feel like oh it must not be good because no one likes it and so yeah, yeah, I I always feel like an intense amount of pressure behind my work because I only post the work that I love. That you know, there for every work that I post, there's ten pieces that I've worked on that aren't there yet. Mm -hmm. And so, knowing that something that comes straight from me that I like, I want other people to like it. Um, so yeah, it's really hard to put stuff out there that is so intensely personal. Um, because art is, it's super intensely personal. And it's always like a, okay, is it ready? Is this photo of it good enough? It, it is. And I know a lot of art, like a lot of artists I know feel the same way. Um, but then there is the gratification of like posting a piece that you love and then other people are, oh my gosh, it's amazing, beautiful, gorgeous work, etc. So there's, there's a payoff to it. it, but it is really challenging. Yeah, that's so interesting. Is there a piece that you're really proud of that you've posted recently? Um, yeah, I've done a couple pieces that I started working on linen a lot. Um, mm. It's a different material I haven't worked on um, before. And I have a couple linen pieces that I posted recently that I love. And actually, there's a couple pieces that I have done that I probably won't sell. I have them hanging in my own home. So those are my pieces that I like have either really personal ties to or mostly personal ties. So something that I make 
in a certain time of my life that I have a really connection with that I won't ever try to sell. Yeah. And that's totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, relatively recently, you've added golf yes. subjects and golf courses specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, what spurred that, that interest? So um, kind of a long story. I started playing golf in July. Um, oh my gosh. So recent. Yeah. yeah. So I went up to Aspen for the summer and decided that I was going to play golf. It's like, I'm going to play, I'm going to take one lesson and see how it goes. And I took a lesson and that same day. I played almost a whole, almost a whole round. Um, because I, some of our friends were up there, saw them on the course and they were like, Hey, you just took a lesson. Why don't you come play with us? And it was all just, just beautiful Aspen in the evening. And I was playing with people that didn't care that I didn't know what to do. And they were helping teach me. And then I got really into it. It was off from my first lesson with this instructor. She was like, you're, you have a natural swing and you should continue doing this. And I took another couple of lessons and then I just started playing. I was playing like four times a week and oh meeting people. But then I'm, I'm a pretty strongly independent person and I like to do things on my own. And so I started just going out to the course and playing with random force, like other people. I wasn't playing with people I knew. And, you know, after, I don't know, playing with someone for three hours, so like, oh, so what do you do? And I would tell them I'm an artist. And so I got a lot of commissions up in the summer because I'd bring my cards and they'd be like, we love your art. That's amazing. You get to know, know people. It was a great way to network. Wow. And then I started getting random requests of like, hey, have you ever tried to do anything golf centric? I was like, no. And every time I would Google golf arts or golf centric art, it was kind of like tacky, either like not something I would do, not tacky. That's the wrong word. Um, something that just wasn't a style that I ha- would do, or it's very like detailed oil paintings. So the very classic stuff you see in golf clubs, um, like very old school oil paintings which also I wouldn't do. And so I was like, you know, I don't think that there's a way I can do this. I don't have like a, I just didn't have any it's idea your how style. to put yeah. my style into a piece. And so I kept yeah. declining, like, no, I can't do that. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know how I would do that. And then um, going through something uh, personal, like a split up with my husband recently. And so we, I was trying to like, art is really intensely emotional. And so I was having a really hard time focusing on doing art. And I decided to take like two solid weeks off of like trying to make new art or like focusing on selling art. And this was back in January um, or beginning of February. And I decided during those two weeks, I was going to play a lot of golf and just kind of take time off. Well, also during those two weeks, I got like pretty bored and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try and make some golf art. I'm going to see if I can do it in my style. And that is, you know, because it's fun and it's not super emotional and it's just, it's very much like, this is what the hole looks like. And I want to do it in my style. And that's how, you know, that's how it goes. Yeah. And I made three pieces and kind of started a new little golf account. So I wasn't pounding golf into my, you know, my followers, my art account. 
and people really liked it and I really liked it. And yeah, within those two weeks, I had a meeting with um, one of the GMs of a private course here in Austin. And he was like, I love these. I took the three pieces out and showed him. He's like, I want to, I want you to do one for above our fireplace in the clubhouse. And I was like, insane. This could be a real, it's a real niche. It's like, there's not really much out there like it. And it's super fun. And it's something that I'm really into. Um, And being a female golfer, it just is another way to bring a piece of me into this artwork. Um, And so that's how it started. I love it. I, there, I have a few things. Oh my gosh. I think it's so cool. So I, you know, I love that. I love your style. I, I think there's not a lot of modern art with contemporary like modern art in the golf space so I think I like I think I was instantly gravitated toward it and I'm sure there's probably a lot of like other younger like female or even male people who gravitated toward it really quickly um and then two there's not a lot of female artists in the golf space and and I don't mean just like uh painting artists I also mean like photographers um yeah and there's just not many women. Like I could probably count like two female photographers that I like really know of. So, um, who do a lot of golf work. So I was just like, Oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing. Um, are there any, um, golf like photographers or artists, um, or just people who, have inspired you or anybody's work that you've just been gravitated toward? I'm so new to the space. So it's yeah. been overwhelming, like learning not only like golfers and how to play golf yeah. and what these terms are and all of that. But then, yeah, looking into golf art and what I've found. And so along the lines of being inspired, like my work being inspired by other people's art, I don't think, I haven't seen any work that is similar to my style, but I have found like, there's a golf artist, Lee Wybranski, I think is. Yeah. 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 So he does, I think what I'm inspired by with him is that he goes up to these courses and sees them and he live paint the courses, like these really prestigious, you know, Augusta National have, they've had him out to paint the course while there's the masters going on. And he does the work for um, a lot of these like official golf posters. Yeah, And I think that's really inspiring and cool to look at of an opportunity in the future for when I have the experience and know exactly what my style is and what that looks like. Um, the opportunities that are out there for collaborations with golf clubs, all of you know the PGA stuff, LGPA, like all of those those opportunities to be super cool to go out to an event in live paint or be the one to paint one of the you know have a framed painting as a gift for the winner or yep. um, and so I've been looking into all those avenues and man what a dream if I could get invited out to these golf clubs to go paint a hole and just play around or something. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of opportunity. And I think I'm like always pleasantly surprised by how art is appreciated in the golf world. I I think it's, I think 
That it is. It's very appreciated in the golf world. Yeah. 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 People love beautiful photography, beautiful illustrations, um, and artwork of golf. And I think that's really cool. Um, there's Lion Loft. Um, Luke I love Davis. them. So I, yeah, I've actually messaged back and forth with them. They were one of the first. So back when I had like a hundred followers and I just started the account. Yeah. Whoever runs their account reached out to me and they were like, keep it going. We love what you're doing in the space. That's amazing. And that's like that type of reaction is not something I've had from my normal art Instagram. Mm. I've, I've had people be really positive and stuff, but with the golf art, I've had people like actively reaching out saying that as brands saying, this is amazing. Keep it up. We need more women in the space like this. We need more artists in the space like this. A lot of these golf clubs are doing remodels to be a lot more contemporary and modern and and that the artwork they have just doesn't serve that purpose. And so, yeah. you know, having people reach out about, hey, I know this golf club that they're doing a remodel and I'd love to introduce you to, et cetera. And so I think it's, yeah, it's really neat. And the space has been really accommodating and nice. Oh, I love that. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I think it's a mix of like right time, right place too. I think yeah. say this was like 30 years ago. I don't know mm-hmm. if for the ladies would have had like the same reaction, if like yeah. your work would have, but I think it's, a it's a cool time to be a female and entering the space. It is. I feel, yeah, it's really neat. And all of the girls I've talked to have been so uplifting. The whole golf space has been amazing. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you find that when you play golf, it inspires your artwork or like vice versa at all? I find, um, I, I do find that I was surprised. I, I, again, never played golf before. I got to learn how to play in one of the prettiest places in the U.S. And I did find that playing golf up in Aspen really inspired my use of color. Um, The greens, I got really heavy into using greens even before I started doing the golf art uh, back last summer and blues. And I think seeing courses and even pictures online I, I can't wait to start traveling to other courses it just it's mind-blowing how beautiful some of these courses are and so I think that does really inspire um some of my use of color in my palette and I'm really looking forward to seeing like um you know how seeing other courses so I've painted a lot of holes now without ever seeing the course and I'm interested yeah. to see how seeing a course and seeing these holes will affect the way I paint them. Yeah, I think there's a lot of texture and yeah. like and like different times of day with shadows and such that like could could be really cool to see. And of course the seasons, like there's so many different yeah. things. Oh, cool. Um, well, you kind of alluded to this a little bit, but what would you say would be a dream project or like collaboration to work on? Oh. And it could be golf or not. I don't know. Well, it doesn't mine is like so focused on golf lately to try to get this brand going. But mm-hmm. yeah, right now it is golf centric. Um, cool. I think like my dream, my job's before have all included things that I'm so passionate about. I feel mm. incredibly lucky that I got to work not only in the athletic space, but now in the art space 
And so combining those two is like already a dream collaboration for me. Um, but I think that, you know, a collab with a tour. So being able to collab with some kind of like golf tour where I can go out to these tournaments and do live painting or not even live painting, but provide them with artwork for whatever they're using, whatever they can use it on. I think that would be an amazing, really cool collaboration. And another thing I, was, I had actually talked with um, kind of a sports marketing agent recently about my art um, and a collab idea that we had together was these big, you know, like the Bandon Dunes or Pinehurst or, you know, making it a collaboration around people being able to experience that whole, me going out and playing the course and then painting it while I'm there. And then that, that piece hanging somewhere at the resort. And so, you know, if my Instagram was able to get big enough where people would like follow me where I'm getting to play the course and then they get to see me play the hole that I paint. And then I paint that hole and it hangs somewhere at the resort, then they can go to that resort someday and see that painting. It just like seems really cool. Yeah. Almost too good to be true, but like, I think it would be a really neat, um, that would be a really neat experience too. That's awesome. I think you're going to make it happen. I feel like, yeah, I feel pretty good about it. <laughs> I feel, I'm feeling pretty good too, because everyone's so nice about it. I like, I know this sounds crazy, but I just want to go play golf and paint. <laughs> and like, what a cool combination. I think so far we've seen a lot of people who like go to play courses and then photograph them and then give the yeah. course the photos. But like painting yeah. is a new avenue and mm-hmm. you're in. Yeah. Like, let's just do it. <laughs> no, I'm working on it. <laughs> um, I don't recall many female golf artists and photographers like we've talked about, but I have noticed more popping up. What advice would you have for an inspiring female artist? Um, and maybe one who wants to like get into golf. Okay. Like an artist that wants to do golf art or an artist in general? I think an artist in general. In general. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's really terrifying as a female artist, to put yourself out there because it just, Again, golf and art are both super male dominated. And just the advice I would have is to not be afraid to put yourself out there. Yeah. And not be afraid to like approach these galleries or approach, you know, talk. If you're confident in your work, show the confidence that you have in your work, which is really hard to do. But um, doing that and then also making so many connections. So networking is like, the number one thing I've done in both my regular art and the golf stuff. Um, And so, you know, it may seem silly to like spend time going to like an art mixer when you could be at home painting or, you you know, getting work done. But if you don't do those things where it's like, Hey, I'm going to go to the contemporary museum for this art mixer, bring cards, business cards are hundred percent. One of the biggest things I've ever done. I decided to do that really, really early on, got business cards and it just makes you look so much more professional. You have them when someone's like, oh, you're an artist. Oh, you're an artist. And then you bring out a business card and they're like, oh, she's an artist. Yeah, like legitimate. Even if you're not confident, if it's legitimate or not, like have the business cards, show yourself as pro- professional artist, 
and people will be like, oh, oh, this is like a real thing. It's not just a hobby. Um, and so that making that transition from like it being a hobby to a, this is what I want to do and what I'm going to do is a huge, just that mental switch. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing I would say to people, women trying to come up in the art world is like, it's not a hobby if you don't want it to be, if you want it to be a hobby, that's fine. Different, different segment, but it's not a hobby. You have business cards. You are, you need to network and you need to meet people. And the more people you meet, the more people that like, like you as a person, the more people are going to like your artwork. It kind of goes hand in hand from what I have seen. And so yeah. just be nice and <laughs> put your foot out there. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. And I also, I mean, I love that you've picked up golf like now in life. Oh man. Yeah. So I think pretty. it's, and like, it seems like you've, you know, you have the bug, like you want to play. Yeah. yeah. I do. Love it. Um, what advice do you have for someone who is like your age and wants to pick up the sport? Take a lesson. The first yeah. time I ever played golf, it was with an instructor. And so, um, having a lesson the fr- be the first thing I did was super helpful because okay. I felt like even going out right after that, I was like, okay, I know the basics about what I should be doing. And I didn't feel, um, so yeah, lesson. And then just again, meet people that are nice and that know that every time I would go out for the first, like, even now I do it too, because I've only been playing since July. And so there's days when I'm like, I don't know, hitting balls everywhere. So just being like, Hey, I'm new at this. I'll pick up the ball if I'm not keeping pace, but like, you know, just now I'm new. And I would always say like, if people were, I was playing with seemed like they were really good golfers. Like, Hey, if you don't mind giving me advice, like, don't feel like you can't. And that was also helpful. And so getting a lot of advice from people I was playing with, um, being open to getting advice and, uh, yeah. So I love it. That's perfect. Well, I hope someday we can do a for the ladies collaboration. I would love that. That would be you, so cool. Well, we should do a clinic in Austin and you can do a yes. live painting at the clinic. I would love that. While participating in the clinic. <laughs> yes. My golf and art. Yeah. Um, yeah. You guys haven't had any clinics in Austin, have you? Not yeah. yet. I think we will. I think we I think will. So too. There's I a lot of female like golfers here. Yeah. And you guys also have a lot of good options. You know, you have lions. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe there's like a pitch and putt opening. Yeah, Butler Pitch and Putt. And it's reopening yeah. on April 9th. And I just learned that I'm a part of a Austin ladies golf um message stream. Amazing. And like five minutes before we jumped on this call, the golf stream was like Butler Pigeon Butt opens April 9th. We're going to do an evening round and have drinks. That's so yeah. fun. Yeah, so we're going to do a little meetup. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Our original music is composed and performed by my talented and wonderful friend, Ryan Young. If you're looking for more from For the Ladies, visit us at ForTheLadies.net and on Instagram at ForTheLadies. That's F-O-R-E. Thank you.